Like you literally just like you flip to one page in the dictionary and point to one word and you flip to another page in the dictionary and point to another word. There's someone coming on it on Reddit. Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games podcast. This is level eight. Captain Toad Awakens. I am Miss Alaska 2010 first runner-up Shane O'Hare, welcoming you to this next episode. To my immediate right is Miss VX Country Fair 2013, Derek Cranevelt. How are you doing, dear? What the fuck does that even mean? You, you're, not, you're not a part of the VX Country Fair. I'm, what is that? Is that a real that, thing? Is that like that a My is, Little Pony thing? No, that is the Vancouver Island Country Fair. I looked it up just oh, the, for this the intro. The VIX? Are you kidding? You looked that up? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, so I was obviously saying it wrong. Uh, have- <laughs> unless I'm saying it wrong. I've never really looked at it before. So, <laughs> so but uh, hey, you might know more about it than you do, Derek. <laughs> he could. <laughs> and that also chiming in. It is, is a big island. There's like multiple <laughs> thousands of people that live on it. So <laughs> Multiple thousands of people. That is... <laughs> Uh, sorry um and <laughs> that chiming in is miss ts world usa 2011 taylor swift world is that no trans is? world no. transsexual world usa okay. 2011 champion josh jackson and i'm also often mistaken for former jesus champion aj lee <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we uh next comic-con we need to have you show up uh, in one of your wife's outfits just you know for experimental purposes the saddest thing is when I was shopping for that costume, I bought, like, girls' shorts, and they fit me really well. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, I don't know what the what the deal is, but I should be allowed to wear boy shorts. They have boy in the name, and they're comfy as hell. Didn't you buy My Little Pony leggings at Comic-Con last year? Um, yep, and then at Kamikaze also that year. Oh, so, so you uh, own more than one pair of My Little Pony leggings for women. Y- yes. Do you wear them? <laughs> Um, I've worn the one, but the other one I haven't found an opportunity. I might do it. I'm DJing a show tomorrow, and I might just go completely ha- pants on head retarded. I think or you- leggings on ass retarded. I think you should. <laughs> All right. And <laughs> and then you'll probably text me photos. Yeah. Uh, which I don't like I necessarily know. want. <laughs> but I'll take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then that grumbling in the background is Mr. Strong of the Del Mar Fair 2015, Juan Carlos. I just wanted to say that I think the greatest environmental problem in the world today is the ozone layer. <laughs> like, guys, it is a tragedy. It's, it, it's like, do you know, because of that, there are homeless people who can't even pay their mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. All right, we're a couple of minutes in and we're already falling apart. That was amazing, Juan. <laughs> You were one good guy. No wonder you got first place. You got wants to place. That was a stretch. You should give that up. That was a stretch. <laughs> all right. All right. Life. Thanks for listening into this uh, episode of the podcast, everybody. Um, no, we'll it was the final episode. Really. This final episode. Last episode of 2014, if you listened to last week. We peaked. <laughs> um, <coughs> uh, we're all a little sick, so. I'm not uh, sick. I'm fine. You're Canadian, so you have to be sick to you know justify all that free health care. Well, that's, Freedom why, that's, why he's, free. that's why he's not sick, because he has the free health care. He's not terrified <sighs> to spend thousands of dollars at the doctor like we are. <sighs> Canada's full of poke centers, it's confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, slow news week. Agree or disagree? 
Uh, yes. That's because it's Thanksgiving in your country. So, in, in Thanksgiving in freedom countries. <laughs> uh, well, I had my Thanksgiving a month ago, so... And yeah. there was a lot of news that week, so... There was a lot of news because nobody, <laughs> no other country cared, but I also got my turkey earlier than you, so I'm okay with it. Um, isn't, um, isn't one of Ubisoft studios in Canada? Ubisoft Montreal? Yeah, isn't that the good uh, yeah. one? Uh, the one we like. It's the one we like. None of them are good anymore. None of them are good anymore, so... Whoever made Rayman Legends is alright with me. Oh, uh, was that Rare? No, no. Ubisoft. <laughs> it's Ubisoft. Oh shit! Oh uh, well. All right then. All right. Um, I am stepping down as a video game journalist after that. It seems journalist. like at least it, it seems like at least one of us every week does something that makes it seem like we don't know what the hell we're talking about. It's usually yeah. Shane, but sometimes me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> usually me. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First on our list is we have a hard, and I do mean hard. Giggity. Gay porn hard. <laughs> Uh, gay porn hard launch date for Game of Thrones from Telltale, December second. Uh, I'm excited. Yes, so they it'll be rolling out. Uh, they they announced it via Twitter uh, on the 27th, which is yesterday, Thanksgiving. Uh, so obviously, we already knew the episode is called Iron from Ice, and it's episode one of six, which is unusual for Telltale, who usually runs five episodes. But uh, PC and Mac players, as well as North American PS4 owners will play on uh, the 2nd of December. Uh, the 3rd of December, it will hit Xbox One and Xbox 360, as well as PS4 in Europe. And uh, on the 4th, it will hit iOS. Mm, I'm excited for it. Of course. I can't fucking wait. It's telltale. It's, it, Shut up they and take have, my money. Yeah, Except I'll I mean, probably get it for free. But uh, Wow. Well, you should get a copy for all of us for free. That would be super, Derek. I, yeah. I don't I just get codes randomly. I don't ask for them. Yeah, I got a bunch of like random codes for some indie game that I'll never play. You should play that indie game. <sighs> They're not fun. <laughs> like, didn't I send you an indie game and you were like, I'm going to review this for sure. And then you never even played it. Uh, probably. It was probably shitty. And I was excited for it. I was like, I want to play this. And then what I gave it to you. What one was that? Fuck. No, I, <laughs> I downloaded it and played it and loved it and wrote a review for it. I don't think you did. No, I did. I remember that. It was either me or Eric. You're, no, I remember this. I can't. What the fuck was it? Wasn't it the rare Rayman game that you got? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was that one. That, that rare copy of, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, no, I remember this. I did write it up. Fuck you. I feel like, I feel like we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyway. Somebody um, wrote it. But, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Somebody wrote it. <laughs> no, like, listening to you guys, you know, hype up all the, uh, the Walking Dead games are making me really want to check out Game of Thrones, mostly because I've never watched Game of Thrones before because I don't have cable. You know, you know what you should check out before you check out the Game of Thrones game. Huh, game of Thrones, the Walking Dead game. Oh yeah, I bought it years ago, like I said, and but, I'm still not going to play it. I'd rather I'll just jump straight into Game of Thrones because of your glowing recommendation. But of the you're, missing Dead. So <laughs> you're missing so no. much. You're missing so much. Yeah. Hey, quick, quick, quick for. For the record, it was Vanishing of Ethan Carter, and I did play it, and I did write it up, and I talked about it. So, bleh. did you? Yes. And, yeah, oh, we, I, oh, you talked like about it on the show how amazing yeah. it was, but I don't think yeah. anything ever got published. No, it did. <laughs> In fact, I'm searching it on the site right now. Oh, my. oh. And out. it's loading slowly because I'm in Canada. Oh, the last post was August 22nd. New The Vanishing of Ethan Carter gameplay footage shows a worthwhile mystery. Fuck. Sorry, Shane. <laughs> I could have sworn I wrote something. Hey, we talked about it on the show. I talked about it enough. There you go. It's enough. So, I, I mean, I, I got half credit. Yeah. I don't one know third. if that counts. But... One third. <laughs> one third Canadian credit. 
He gets you anyway. Uh, that's what half an American <laughs> credit would be worth, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, but uh, I can't think of it. Oh, sorry, right it would be the other way around. Nope, too late. My, you already my, said it. One half Canadian credit would be one third real credit. <laughs> real credit. Real credit. Freedom credits. How, how much is that in gold press latinum? I don't know what that means. Star, Star Trek fan? No, Nobody? I have no idea. I'm embarrassing myself left and right today. <laughs> okay, well, in that case, uh, let's talk about Metal Gear Online. Uh, a nice little tweet came out from Mr. Jeff Keeley, one of the last few greats in the industry. Said uh, next Friday. I miss Adam Sessler. Uh, he kind of got fucky at the end, but that's just my personal. You kind of got fucky at the end. I'm not done yet. <laughs> I still have yet to think. peak. We still have 50 minutes. It's going to get punchy fucky. Yeah. He hasn't even, he's barely mentioned Ubisoft. So. Most, oh, most my of, God. Yeah, most of us started fucky. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, guys, quit picking on me. Fuck. Uh, Neo <laughs> Kojima is going to join uh, the Video Game Awards uh, for the world premiere of Metal Gear Online. Now, uh, you guys may or, not re- may or may not remember that there was uh, a Metal Gear Online back in 2008. Is that when it came out? Um, yeah, it was sure Metal it Gear 4, yeah. Yeah, it was packaged with uh, Guns of the Patriots. Um, yeah, and it was pretty fucking fun. I played it uh, at my friend's house a shit ton. And then the server shut down a year ago, two years ago? It was about two year years ago? ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I never, so... I'm excited for this because I missed out on, you know, I played the shit out of Metal Gear Solid 4 as soon as it came out, but I never, for some reason, never jumped into Metal Gear Online and then... It wasn't until like, you know, because it kind of had its a bit of a heyday and then the servers were still active, but no one really talked about it anymore. And yeah. uh, and then it wasn't until they were like, OK, we're shutting down the servers like in like three weeks or something that like ev- everyone was like, oh, my God, though, it's so amazing. How can you do this? And then I never got into it, but it's, they're, <laughs> they're doing a new one. So that's yeah. cool. And I'm in I'm in the yeah. same boat. I played I bought Guns of the Patriots the day it came out, beat it in like a day or two and never touched online for whatever reason. But. A day or two? Yeah. How do you beat something like that so fast? Because that game was only like an hour long, and then the rest of it you were watching it. But it's like, yeah, like, I ran through the game, it was really good, and I played it maybe two or three times over, and then never jumped on online, and I have no idea why. I think just at the time, the PS3's online was kind of jumpy, and I was spoiled by Xbox Live, so I was in a phase where I was kind of like, well, PlayStation Online, blah, whatever. So I never did, but yeah, I definitely want to jump into it again. I played... Metal Gear 3 is online a little bit, but that one was a lot less fleshed out than the one from 4 when I was watching other people play it. So, um, you know, any excuse to jump back into that and get an opportunity to make up for my past mistakes, I'm definitely going to try to jump into that. Which one? Oh. <laughs> Which pa- past mistake? <laughs> Which There's one? So many. Which one? Um, well, in this case, just missing Metal Gear, but that would have to be a whole different podcast if we were going to go further. I wish that they freaking would re-release Metal Gear Acid on something. Oh yeah, Milgram I would love to replay those. They were was they were a PSP game. It was a PSP launch game. Was the first one. It was like uh, I had tur- that game. Turn based strategy, like card card game, battle. And it was so much fun, and the story was, was so stupid. But the <laughs> game was so good. Story. What was the story? There was like fucking these puppets that took over a plane and they gassed everyone, and they were puppets, <laughs> like marionettes. Yes, I remember them now. Yes, you <laughs> repressed it because it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> but it was the, it was, the game it was. was the it, game was unreal. The game was so much fun. It sounds like it was written by somebody that works at Ubisoft. There you go. <laughs> I was like, we will take these marionettes and they'll take over a plane and they'll kill everyone. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that was like a French-Mexican guy. That was, yeah, it was like Ubisoft really... Montreal. 
Uh, can be yeah um I'll, I'll be excited to see what they come come up with it um i'll probably pick it up because i got i got yeah i got a ps4 now i'm part of the console uh oh. master race peasant race the console master race so there's got to be like some there's got to be like a video game like like serfdom and fiefdom like the pc master race and then the console vassal race so i'm the head of the vassals in the you know middle ages hierarchy system i'll take vassals i'm cool with that yeah I uh, uh, I am expecting a big old fatty commission check next week, and this guy is getting himself a Wii U and Smash Brothers. So very good, sir. Yes. And what about a Wii U and Captain, Captain Toad? Toad? There you go. <gasps> so that's really what it's all about. <laughs> Game of the Year 2014. I'm, Game yeah, of the oh, Century, sure. I think. Uh, 2015's <laughs> Year of Captain Toad. <laughs> Captain Took Toad, Luigi 30 uh, years to get a year. Captain Toad, he I'm, I'm just gonna, one month. <laughs> I'm going to draw the most, like, bad... You know how uh, for... I don't know if you guys saw the pictures, but for Kamikaze, uh, Super Action Man print that was supposed to be handed out, you see how, like, tough and badass Super Action Man is? I want a Super Action Man Captain Toad edition cover for the game. <laughs> yes. That'd be yes, pretty awesome. Like, like a half-naked peach, like, sprawled on the ground, and Captain Toad just not even looking at her. He's just looking off into the distance. You know? <laughs> like a... Like a like an eagle perched on his arm, stuff like that. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's get the Kickstarter going for that. All right. All right. <laughs> I think we found a new uh, cover banner. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm gonna look. I'll have it ready by next Thursday. I'm gonna do it this weekend. Yes. Oh, that is your mission objective this that's week. That's my mission. I'm set for the week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Then next on the list. I don't know why I'm saying it this way, but uh, that was a little bit the, Canadian. I think. The, so, so I was uh, out at my cottage a, after uh, driving through the prairies. I was hacking on a dart, and I read that the devs over at Evolve said all their DLC is going to be free, eh? Derek, why uh, don't you talk about it? All of the D, Not all of the DLC, all of the DLC maps. So they will have other DLC available. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. sorry. It was actually, you know, I just want to confirm. I just want to clarify. Don't want to say shit that's not true. Uh, yeah, Turtle Rock was talking to IGN, um, and, uh, their creative director, Phil Robb, said that basically they want to make sure that everyone has access to all of their maps because basically the first thing they wanted to do is not break up the community. So all the maps will be free. He said that we never want anyone to get booted off a server or not be able to play because they haven't purchased something. Um, I love that. I love that. That's that, awesome. is, that is an amazing mentality yeah. from a developer. So, and he said that, yes, there will be new monsters and hunters and, and maps, of course, uh, as DLC. But uh, even if you do not purchase the monster or hunter DLC, you'll still be able to fight against them uh, with new hunters as well. So you won't, you won't automatically like never see this content because you didn't buy it. You just won't actually, of course, be able to be those people, but you'll still see them and, and be able to play against them online and everything like that. So, yeah, he said, uh, we'll have characters and monsters, and even if you don't buy them, if your buddy wants to buy the DLC, that's cool, and your game will be enhanced through his purchase. So you won't be able to play as those characters, but you'll certainly be able to play with those characters. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I uh, uh, Applause for yeah, the that's, devs over that's there. that's very cool. And, uh, yeah, he also noted that anyone that pre-ordered the game gets the <coughs> first monster DLC for free. So huh. um, that's that's a great... That's that's a very I feel like I feel like gaming and DLC and 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 everything has been so negative recently. That's a really like positive uh that's a really positive like outlay. Yeah. And you know there's there's one thing that people don't um uh give Nintendo credit for, but um their DLC is is never a, a, 
a, a cash cow buy-in like the stuff from cod or battlefield or you know the game of the year i still i still can't believe how great of a deal the mario kart dlc was yeah like and 11 you know 90, 11.99 for 16 tracks six new characters a bunch of new vehicles like and they didn't they and they were literally like they they did not start you know it's not like oh the first map pack comes out a week after the game comes out like they literally did not start working on this dlc until the game had launched which is part of why it's taking so long which is great yeah and and, and one thing that they also don't get credit for is their ability to release a game when they know it's ready i mean when was the last time a nintendo game came out that was just buggy as shit like assassin's creed or like you know the the limited online capabilities that <clears throat> they offer with the first party titles were were all mucked up like in the master chief collection like nintendo doesn't get the credit that they deserve and i think the last um you know major releases this month are kind of a testament to their hard work yeah absolutely i see these last two months for nintendo have been absolutely stellar if you go back to it started with hyrule warriors and then it went with bayonetta 2 and now we have smash brothers wii u and you know even watchdogs i mean i don't plan on picking it up i'm gonna wait till that thing goes into you know the 24 dollar range but it's been well not not the top but just uh it's not as bad on looking on the wii u as it, just graphically wise i mean gameplay is one thing uh, yeah, i've, but, I've uh, read that there's a bunch of issues with the wii u version <laughs> of the game unfortunately. oh never mind i take that back <laughs> I what retract- issues with the Ubisoft game? You don't say. I I, I retract my last statement. Uh, <laughs> but 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 with that, with the Watchdogs blunder aside, though, it's been really nice to see um, really good quality content um, come out in these last two months, and really good momentum. Hopefully for the holidays when they um, hopefully we get some Wii U's um, sold. Which I mean, people should be buying it for Smash Brothers alone, but. I mean, after other than that, there's a lot of great stuff there, especially with Bayonetta and Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just need to give the credit to Nintendo. Credit where credit is due. And even with the Amiibo, like lack of quality. I mean, in all honestly, uh, honesty, we're we're looking at these these eleven dollar, twelve dollar toys under a fucking microscope. We are just <laughs> like trying to find something wrong with them. But well, when you what, put them on your, sh- but sorry, sorry to interrupt. Finish up first. Oh, yeah. When you put it on a shelf, like, I'm sitting here looking at my toy shelves, and they're a good, like, six to eight feet from me. I'm not going to fucking know, notice that Peach's mouth is a little, you know, a little minged. Uh, you know, I'm not going to tell that Link's a little fucky. I'm going to take it off a shelf, scan it on my on my pad, and then put it back on. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's just going to be cool. Very rarely do you, like, when was the last time you went up to your toys, and you're just, like, you know, eyeball to the fucking resin, and like, oh, look at this. This is fucking flawless. Well, and one, one of the things that I've noticed uh my roommate actually got uh he picked up disney infinity for his kids for one of their birthdays and i was looking at a couple of the toys that they came with and and the disney infinity toys look really good but one thing that you know i didn't i guess i didn't like think about or realize until i was holding it in my hand is they drastically changed the art style of these characters to make them so much simpler so that the toys could be so simple that they look fantastic but really yeah, they're very, very, you know, I'm, I'm holding the Iron Man toy. Not right now, but I mean, when I realized this and it was so, it's such a simple, like, it's so flat and, and smooth and like, just would be so easy to paint. But when you actually look at the small pieces of the toys that do require detail, like the eyes and the face, they look worse than the Amiibos, at least the ones that came in the starter kit that he had. Mm. Um, That's interesting. That's really interesting. But yeah, and I feel like that's one of the biggest things that we've also forgotten is that 
you know, Skylanders, they're creating most of these characters with the toy in mind first. Disney Infinity, they're changing the look of these characters so that, and the art style to both fit the game's art style, but to, to be a toy. Whereas Nintendo, they don't look like weird toy, simple versions of the Nintendo characters. They look like the Nintendo characters. And, and yeah, I don't, and they're $12 toys. They don't look, they don't look like the paint jobs don't look any worse than they do on a Funko Pop figure, which we've talked about before. And the the pop figures are great, but they're cheap. And they're, they're, you know, they sell them for cheap and they look cheaply made sometimes. And I will say that the, 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 you said there were $12 toys, um, already on the market. The We Fit Trainer and the Villager are going for thirty four ninety nine. Jesus, yeah. Like I picked up one for our glorious leader Jonathan London, and who refers to the Amiibos <laughs> as drugs. He like, you know, he'll call me. He'll he call me today. And he goes, Hey Juan, you have the drogas. <laughs> like, you have the drogas. He, he like three times because we're meeting tomorrow because I have a shipment of quote unquote drogas coming in for him. <laughs> And he's like, hey, uh, I, you know, I, I try to get the villager, but he's expensive. And I go, hey, 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 Jonathan, a certain someone may have uh, picked you up a villager, you know, from Amazon a couple days before the price hike. And he just silent, silently, there was a pause. I didn't know if he hung up on me, but I, all I hear is this. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> Bring the drogas. <laughs> Dude, out of context, that's why he's like, hey, we got a villager from the Amazon just <laughs> for you. <laughs> You guys are some like dirty South American cartels. What are you doing? No, but I think these these things are are going to be a, a huge hit and incredibly hard to find. But yeah, if you find any Marth or Villager or We Fit Trainer out in Toys R Us or uh, Target or Best Buy, get it and then just flip it on Amazon if you want. I'll flip it on eBay. I'm pretty sure that my Toys R Us. I was in there like two days ago and they still had a bunch of those. All of those characters. I would pick up one, at least one, because if you go to Amazon right now, you'll see the that's the most expensive one to get okay. is Villager. So are we are are is it pretty? We're thinking that these are probably the limited characters then, because they don't seem to be being restocked nearly at the same rate of the others. And a friend and, of mine, and, yeah, a friend. My sister works at GameStop, and they get shipments. And she was mentioning with each shipment of Amiibos, they get they get plenty of uh, Yoshi's and Mario's. Uh, Link's been kind of rare now. Like they're sending like four to five of them in a case, but they'll get one or two of either Marth, Weefit Trainer, or the Villager. Marth, Marth, they got only two out of a shipment of about 40, 40 to 50 Amiibos. They only got two Marth figures. And it's been, and so the, on purpose, they've been sending short shipments of those figures. I don't know why, but she's been noticing with every shipment that they get, that they, they don't get as many Villagers, Weefit Trainers, or Marth as they should as a pop, uh, you know the the public has been demanding. Yeah, and on Amazon right now, Link's at twenty one dollars. Marth is at twenty one, and uh, the Villager says it's at sixteen. But I I think that's just whoa. I think uh, that's 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 used and new. There, it's not being it's sold out from uh, Amazon. And right now, We Fit Trader with Prime shipping twelve ninety six on Amazon. Ooh. So so get the fuck on there. Yeah yeah get it. Yeah, and uh, this these these are all really amazing content for. That subreddit uh, coming on figurines. Are you guys familiar with that? No, I'm uh, not no, fucking I'm not. familiar with that. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's a subreddit called coming on figurines where it's Why just dudes. Why are subreddits for everything? <laughs> like you literally just like you flip to one page in the dictionary and point to one word, and you flip to another page in the dictionary and point to another word. There's someone coming on it on Reddit. <laughs> 
like every single I can't I don't I I I don't even know what to say. I'm done. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's it. That's it. Uh I can't I can't handle it anymore. I just can't even. I've lost my ability to can. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, so Amiibos, uh cool. Buy them Amazon. Come on. Get them. <laughs> um uh Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to transition to something so disgusting to something so positive. Uh, this war of mine uh, reportedly made back their entire development cost after two days of sale on the Steam marketplace. Now, if uh, our listeners aren't familiar with this war of mine, a uh, little preview uh, is my game of the year. Um, I interviewed the devs at PAX, uh, listened to their story, uh, listened to how you know passionate they were to make a game that really talked about the the people that aren't typically talked about in war. You know, you don't play a soldier, you play uh, a survivor. And uh, I, I played a bunch of the review copy, which was fucking hard, really fucking hard, and there was no saving. But this last week, uh, I put a bunch of time into it, and we'll talk about that when we get to their gameplay. But yeah, they've, um, they've made their entire development cost back in two days. And it's really interesting that... Um, their average uh, player is um, 25 uh, and 34 years old, and it is it is almost evenly split between males and females. It's 54% males, 46% females, which is for a title like this. That's a really the, you, normally you see a huge disparity uh, in something like this game. Like you know, you get a Call of Duty, which is a war game. It, there's a huge disparity between guys and girls, but I was I was blown away when I saw those numbers. Has anybody else got a chance to play it or pick it up? Or I haven't, but you, everything I've heard you say about it has actually like it sounds insane. Yeah, and and, um, it's, and it's cool to see so much positive reaction for a game that's so original and takes something that's so tired and and turns it completely on its head and makes it fresh again. Yeah, and there it's 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 fucking it's brutal because uh, like I said in in my review on the uh, when I played the 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 demo at PAX, um, this is just a bunch of five dudes from Poland that made, or 11 dudes from Poland that made this game. And it is so polished. It is so amazing. It's, it blows Assassin's Creed unity out of the water, but their, their AI system for the emotions and the, uh, like the player and the character status is amazing. Like if, if you have a character that's out, uh, scavenging for, for supplies and he gets attacked and he has to defend himself and kill somebody. If that guy is, you know, has a, proclivity to not handle violence he'll come back to your shelter and he'll 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 be less efficient in in working and building stuff he he'll be he'll bring the the mood of the building down and all the other survivors and you know he he there's a chance he could he could off himself and it's it's really really it's it's really heartwarming to see how um how much uh good press that this game is get so and it's going to be coming out on the iOS soon. Oh, really? If not, if not already. So if you guys don't have a, a gaming PC, which I, and I don't think it comes out of Mac, but play this on a, an iPad, it would it'll be amazing. Is it a game like? Because I definitely, you know, my like I have a my computer's going to run that just fine. But is it a game that would be well suited to a touchscreen, like or well suited or better for a touchscreen, or mouse? Is it a mouse and keyboard title, or what do you think? Uh, it's it's only mouse. So I would say, actually, honestly, bringing that up, I would say it's it would be better on a touchscreen. Cool. Because you have to, um, 
you're not directly controlling the player. Like you tell it to click somewhere and then like tell them to investigate or like open a door or like peek through a door. So it's, it's very, I would say the closest thing it's similar to on the market is a telltale game. Okay. How you're, how you're, you're kind of in control of the character and then you have all these, you know, different like uh, points of interest that you can interact with. Yeah. So Uh, it is a steam play title, by the way. So it is already on Linux and Mac. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah and it, what's what's great is uh, I play it uh, on my office computer, which has just got an Intel built-in video card, mm-hmm. and it, 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 it plays flawlessly on low settings, obviously, but it, it's not a graphics hog, so it, it, it'll be perfect for a, a tablet. So it's no excuse for Juan and Josh not to pick it up, okay? All right. <laughs> oh, it sounds like, uh, Josh, are you still there? Josh? He He's having some issues. Uh-oh. Uh, he, okay. he messaged me. He's trying some stuff. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully uh, he can get back in. Um, oh my god! What? Just uh, I'm on the Steam page for. Fuck! Uh, <laughs> what? I'm on the Steam page for this war of mine, and the recommended review says, rather than press F to feel, this gritty survival game forces you into situations where you have to, may have to do awful things to survive. War is hell. I just thought it was really funny the press F to feel thing. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it, that's that's totally spot on. And once you figure out the game, it's kind of it's kind of easy to to build up your 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 base. But I was uh, playing this week, and I was on day twenty five, and I was doing my normal deal. I had um my one of my guys out with the biggest backpack scavenging, and I made a fucking mistake, and I misclicked, and he died, and I I was so like holy shit, I was devastated, and then my. Which sucked because he had a full backpack full of supplies. So for the next few days, we were struggling. People were starving. People were depressed. Uh, we were low on woods. So we had to like start burning books, and everyone's like, "We need the books to read." And it's just like that game will you'll be cruising along, and all of a sudden you're just like, "Nope, fuck you. You're you're done. You're done." So get it. Um, <coughs> uh, sorry. Um, well, last couple of things on our list. Nintendo filed a patent for Game Boy emulation on mobile phones, PDAs. PCs and more. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean they're out to uh, re- start releasing old titles on other platforms. It is most likely one of those situations where they're covering their ass to, um, uh, you know, potentially keep their brand safe because there's tons of emulators on the Android market. Even on the, you can even install like GBA, GBC emulators on the iPhone even without jailbreaking them. So yeah, so that's that's interesting to see because. Um, it, it, it's kind of confusing because the Nintendo, well, I guess it's the Nintendo hardware, uh, like the NES and the SNES came out into that pseudo public domain. Uh, you know, you can see those clone consoles coming out like the Retron games. So those are available, but, uh, um, this must be more for protecting their own IPs. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Interesting. Um, and, uh, we could probably squeeze these last two in, uh, but Ubisoft apologizes for being terrible, uh, offers free DLC and a free game. Um, uh, can you, you guys hear me now? Insert oh, Shane yeah. rant here. Okay. Josh is back. Oh my God. Josh is back. Okay, hey, perfect. Josh. Uh, and hey. Shane, you, you, you came back just in time. Shane's just about to rant about Ubisoft. Okay, good. So, I'm, I'm already disappointed enough that I dropped out when we were talking about coming on figurines. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, Anyway, fuck Ubisoft, fuck them. But this is a really good. Like th- they obviously knew how shitty everything was, and th- this is them 
you know, it's not necessarily too little too late. Um, if you bought the season pass for Assassin's Creed Unity, you get your choice of of, um, of one of the games. Uh, like, uh, I know Far Cry 4 is on there, the crew's on there, a couple other games. You can just have, like, for free. And then the upcoming Dead Kings DLC is going to be free for everybody. So, um, they even took they even took the season pass off the marketplace, so you can't even buy it. So I think um, it's kind of coming back to the table with their tails between their legs. Like, sorry, so here's a better game, and Far Cry Four is arguably like way way more par- polished than uh, Unity. So it's I think this is a good gesture from from those guys. It's a good first step towards building up goodwill again, but. I don't know. There's just been so much that's gone on with them lately that it's going to take a lot more, I think. Yeah, I, 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 I hope not. But I'm really worried about the crew. And I'm also worried about the division that those are just going to be. Ugh, I don't oh, know. Yeah. The division is another one of those games that's just screaming hype and it, where it's not going to end up that good. Because, I mean, it has that whole Killzone 2 slash Assassin's Creed Unity vibe where you know, you get hyped up with all the vi- all the cutscenes and the, everything and all the trailers, and then but there's not that much known about the game itself. So, yeah, and I'm a I'm a huge uh, slut for anything Tom Clancy. So that's not like the same fucking IP every other year, like Splinter Cell that got old. But I, I don't know. I'm if the graphics aren't as 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 amazing as they are like promised to be, as long as it plays fun. I mean, I, I feel like it's got that Destiny vibe where it's just. You're just playing with friends and having a good time. Right. So we'll get that. Um, all right. Last item on the news list. Derek, what is it? Uh, tell us, tell us about this. A few days ago. Uh, some, I don't know if some, you guys watched it, but you should have because it's fucking awesome. Was uh, uh, some uh, some indie game released a trailer or something? Yeah, it's called Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, uh, never heard hero, of it. It's this new hero that's coming out. Um, mm-hmm. He is part man, part bat, all badass. Uh, no, sorry, uh, Rocksteady released a new trailer for Batman Arkham Knight, uh, obviously that was already supposed to be out in October, I think it was, but it's been delayed to June, but this fucking trailer, I feel like I was really disappointed the game was delayed, but, you know, for, for whatever reason, but I feel like- Wait, 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 it's getting, it's getting delayed till next year, it was supposed to be out in, like, last month? It was supposed to be out in, I think it was supposed to be out at the end of October. Holy um, shit. But it was delayed, it comes out on June 2nd of 2015. Hey, Ubisoft, take note. June 2nd now, really? I thought it was yeah. February last I heard, but I haven't really been paying attention. Uh, I'm pretty sure at the end of this trailer it says June, unless I'm just totally lying, in which case I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it's June. Oh, no, but, I probably uh, just moved it again. In any case, I feel like watching this trailer, like I was like, thank you so much for delaying this title because it looks fucking awesome. Like, okay, the, the, the date is 6 to 15 which could either be June or February oh, if you I live want, in the UK. Depends on what country you're in. Yeah, so... Let's see. So which uh, one? So are they going by the freedom date or are they going by the everyone else? <laughs> everyone date? else's date? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, no, you see some really like this game is beautiful. It's obviously it's like a PS4, Xbox One only title. Um, so, you know, they're not developing it for last gen consoles and then upscaling it or any of that stuff. Uh, you get to see some great footage of the Batmobile in gameplay in this trailer. And, like, the whole trailer, I was just, like, like, there's multiple moments where just, like, under my breath, I'm just, like, oh, shit, that's cool. Like, I could not, uh, I can't even. I lost it. I lost it in that trailer. I can't wait for the game. Uh, so you should watch that trailer. It's up on, it's up on Geekscape.net. It came out a few days ago, and it's totally badass. So, did you guys watch it? What did you guys think? If oh, so, yeah. You probably. Loved it. Yeah. 
so cool, right? Uh, it, it looks. I, I I know this is what the third Batman game now or fourth. This is the third. fourth, but it's the or third fourth, Rocksteady right. one because they did it, not they just, do Arkham Origin. They just get better and better, and I think there's no way they can top this next year. If they do another one, they just can't top it. And every and the new trailer got me so unbelievably excited for it. Yeah, it got me super hype. I thought you were gonna <laughs> yeah, say. I, 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 I was avoiding using hype. For hype. A second. What were you gonna say, Josh? I know. I just I was just saying the same thing. I thought he was gonna say hype. <laughs> Uh, I uh, I'm gonna have to pick it up. I've never played any of the Arkham games, not one. Uh, but after playing Shadows of Mordor, I kind of dig the the playstyle and the the mechanics to it. So I'll have to give this one a try. Oh yeah, definitely Dude, check yeah. it out. I'm I feel like I'm the only one who liked Asylum more than City, but I mean they're all good though. Just make sure to play play them in order though, because the stories kind of have these little like nods to each other. That's kind of fun. Dude, it's all the same. Batman goes up against some bad dude, uh, kills his henchman, gets rid of him. Uh, bingo, bango, bongo, story's over. So, eh, Pretty much. <laughs> all right. Uh, is there anything else on the news list that either of you guys want to get to? Um, the only thing that I wanted to mention when my mic wasn't working when we were talking about the NES emulation is, did any of you guys read the uh, Yahoo Games article that came out that said that pokemon is killing nintendo by selling too much what what the hell yeah I, yeah i saw that that they're not that they're never going to be allowed to explore their avenues because they're going to play it safe with pokemon because you know the uh, no other company does that call of duty <laughs> <laughs> like the lot the logic of the article is so weird it was basically this the writer basically is dead set on nintendo making all their games for ios and he's saying that they'll never reach their full potential of the money they can make by selling their games on iOS if their 3DS games keep selling well enough for them to stay that course. So, I don't know. It was the most bizarre so thing. Let's I pray, so, so let's hope for them to be unsuccessful so that they have to move to other platforms? Is that what he's asking for? Basically, pretty much the same thing people have been asking since the GameCube, just in a different way, I guess. Nintendoomed. Nintendoomed. <laughs> we need a Pokemon MMO. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. But it'll be extremely hard to implement. How about a fucking Pokemon Snap remake for Wii U? Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be so fun. You gotta hold so up the gamepad as your camera and shit. Yeah, but doesn't they? Won't they get old like super fast? Like that? Uh, no, never. What was that? It zomb- would never get old. That zombie launch I, I title. That, that zombie U. That was my favorite part of that game. Was holding up the gamepad. Oh, yeah, and I feel I like if you game. guys have seen the zombie U is great. Yeah, and uh, if you've seen the. Uh, the trailers for the Fatal Frame game that's probably never coming to North America for some freaking reason. It's a shame, uh, too. It looked like you were literally using the gamepad as your camera and as your weapon, and it looks so... like I feel like that would just like exponentially add to the immersion of a game like that. And, and you know, that, that gamepad is a pretty good weapon. I mean, you can beam somebody across the face with that thing from across the room and do some serious damage, so that's believable. That's believable. Oh, yeah, my relationship can attest to that. <laughs> did we just did we just have like an admit to a domestic violence on on here is is, is your wife beating you josh um so to speak <laughs> i fell down the stairs <laughs> i fell down i fell down in the stairs into a closet full of that's Wii U how game she pads. tells me she loves me <laughs> exactly <laughs> holy shit there was a video that got posted on reddit the other day this is not gaming related at all but it was this so let's girl, not talk about it. No, it's funny. This girl was like all done up and she was a little on like the cholo side, but she's lying in bed, like talking to her YouTube followers like, hey, girl, you know, when when he raises his hand to you and he hits you, that's him like telling he loves you. Like He's doing that because like he, if you say something, that means he trusts you because if you say something to the police, 
He could go away forever. He just trusts you so much by hitting you. And I was like, holy shit. We need to get her a gamepad. That had to be a joke, right? No. No, she was so fucking serious. It went on for like 15 minutes. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I think I have to watch that. Yep. All right, guys. Games we've been playing. Uh, I talked about this war of mine. Uh, I pretty much don't have anything else to add to that. Um, I did play and beat Never Alone, the Alaskan native game from uh, E1 or E Online Entertainment that was made in conjunction with the uh, Cook Inlet Tribal Council. And this is an absolute amazing game. I beat it, beat it in one night, and it was fucking amazing. I feel like I've never heard of this game, but I just randomly like saw some reviews today, and everybody fucking loves it. What is yeah. it? Is it what is it for? And what is it about? Sell, sell, sell it to me. Okay, well, if you read my article that I wrote when I was at PAX, hello. Obviously, you don't follow me on Geekscape.net slash Shane O'Hare. Uh, uh, I only read nervous. <laughs> back to the critiques for geeks. <laughs> anyway, um, it is uh, a group of old school uh, video game industry giants. Um, the one gentleman I talked to used to be the CEO of Activision, and he got a bunch of his other buddies together to make this new video game company. And they want to focus on indigenous. Uh, storytelling for cultures that don't normally get talked about in media. So their first game is about um, this old uh, Inupiat Alaskan native story about a little villager uh, child that goes out to find the source of this blizzard that's a never-ending blizzard that's ravaging uh, its uh, their uh, village. And what they wanted to do uh, in the story, the gender was never explicitly said like oh it was a boy or a girl so they chose to make it a girl specifically because you know you know however you stand on the whole gamergate thing girls aren't represented as well as a lot of people would want to say in gaming especially this um and it is a side-scrolling platformer uh where you uh and this like little fox like your spirit animal kind of fox have to solve puzzles um and you know there's this intricate fairly intricate platforming i mean i beat it in a night and uh, there were some parts where the, you know, the, the controls got a little iffy and I got kind of frustrated dying over and over again. But it's um, it's a beautiful game. It's this beautiful package. Uh, it's it supports two player co-op. So it's a great couch co-op game. Play it with play it with your girlfriend, play it with your boyfriend. Um, the story is beautiful and in- interspersed throughout the levels. You'll come across these little owls. And when you come across them, you'll unlock a video and you can just and I played on the PS4 and you just that's my noise, hit the little touchpad and you can watch the video you just unlocked. And it has to do, um, it's interviews with people uh, from the North Slope in Alaska that live out in the native villages that tell uh, a story that has to do with something that you just did in the game. So talking about um, the shifting sea ice, you know, getting stuck on ice flows, talking about polar bears, talking about um, there's one part we have to go find a, a drum to bring back to a guy, a, an owl man talks about the, the power of the drums and they have all these amazing interviews and one like crazy thing, I'm sitting there playing it, watching one of these videos and there's a girl I went to high school with that's being interviewed in there. And I was like, holy shit, I went to fucking high school with that girl. So that was like a huge small world syndrome, but it's, it is an amazing, beautiful game. The story is so adorable. So sweet. I suggest Anybody go out, pick it up. It's like $13 on PlayStation Plus right now with a discount. So it's it's easily worth, you know, $20, $30 game. And it, if it sells successfully, the company is going to start making more games in the same fashion, but with other indigenous uh, cultures. So they, they wanted to go to South America next. 
Um, so that sounds awesome. It is. It is a really beautiful game, and uh, I learned a lot, a lot of shit that I didn't know about. Um, you know, the Alaskan Native culture. So I, I'm suggesting it to everybody. If you want to play a nice, sweet game, it reminds me of Journey a lot. It's super, super like Journey vibe and all that. Ooh, who and who didn't fucking love Journey? Uh, I don't know. Probably, prob- probably you. I, th- I figure you wouldn't like Journey because you're not a gamer. Ah, uh, I love Journey. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a beautiful game. I played it. I, I played played it. at least. I played at least once a day. Really? No, I'm no, not really. But uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful title. Huh. And I, uh, I'm looking at this. Sounds really cool. I can't wait to check that out. Actually. Yeah, it's in. Um, if they you being in a northern territory like in Canada, you might um, be a little bit what's the word like relate to it. Like I'm relating because I grew up you know, heavily not influenced, but like immersed in a lot of the native culture. I mean, we had, uh, you know, I went out to field trips to all and the native cultures and, you know, I, I know a lot about it, but I was, I was really informed in a lot of stuff I didn't know. And, um, it's, uh, uh, it's a, it's a good game. It's a good game. Cool. And, yeah, uh, besides, think- besides, Oh, go ahead, Josh. I was just going to say, I think you might've got two sale, at least two sales out of this conversation. Yeah. That sounds yeah. really good. Yeah, and it's the the art style is adorable, and like the cutscenes are done in the traditional like uh, Native Alaskan storytelling called scrimshaw, which is like um, like paper puppets up against the screen. So it's oh cool, and they they consulted the shit out of the the people up in Barrow, um, which is the northernmost city city town. It's where uh, it's where the vampires attacked. Yep, yep, that's where the vampires are, and actually we we cohabitate with the vampires now, so it's a. It's a pretty good uh, lifestyle up there. They they work the oil fields, and we just bring them. Uh, we bring them Canadians to eat. Sounds fair. <laughs> but it, uh, yeah, it's 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 really cool. Uh, but besides that, the only other game I've been playing is Diablo three on the PS four. I've been trying to talk about it for the past like three weeks, but we never get to it. This is the only time you're ever going to hear me say this. But Diablo three is better on the PS four than it is on the PC. Oh, I was I played it a bit on Xbox, and I. I remember downloading the starter edition for the computer and like I was just like I don't need to play this. This is not that much fun. But I picked up the Xbox One edition. Uh mostly I I bought the Xbox One version over the PS4 version because I wanted to play local multiplayer and I already own two Xbox controllers for some yeah. reason even though it's useless to <laughs> do so. I guess it's not now with Halo, which I still haven't really played or played with you guys, but uh, we're still waiting. Story. Still waiting too. I'm, that patch is still downloading. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, it's not, but uh, but yeah. Anyways, like I did not like it when I played it uh, on my Mac. Like when it came out, loved it on the Xbox. Like could not stop playing. Yeah, I'm surprised that you didn't get it on PS4 for the uh, Last of Us content. There's last, there was what? Last what what there there's some kind of like supposed to be some kind of Last of Us enemies and Uncharted items or something. Oh, like that's that. pretty cool. Huh. I didn't know that. Wow. All right, I have to check that out. But I just I just killed Diablo last night uh, or this morning at like four. But oh, way to fun. spoil it for me. Yeah, uh, the guy that you've killed in the two other games, you kill him again. There's two other games? <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that's that's all I've been playing. Uh, you guys, what else have you been playing? So I, myself, uh, aside from dabbling with the, in the Smash Brothers, of course, continuing with that, though I bought one Amiibo and I still have not been able to bring myself to take it out of the box, so I haven't been able to actually Amiibo with Smash Brothers yet. And you can't scan it through the box? Is there like a piece of tinfoil in there? Uh, yeah, there's I, a piece of tinfoil in it. 
Really? Yeah, I, re- yeah, yeah. I read. I read that they didn't. I didn't try it, but I read that you can't play it through the box. So, yeah. um, aside from playing, you know, a bunch of multiplayer Smash Brothers, uh, I have been playing mostly uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, um, which is under NDA still, so I can't talk about it. But uh, game of the so why'd year. Why'd you put it in the list? Game why'd of the year, the- maybe, maybe not. Just to brag, <laughs> humble brag. I just want humble you guys. Brag. I just want you guys to know I'm playing it. You're <laughs> and I'm playing it so hard. You be hard. Ooh, be hard. Uh, oh, besides that, I did actually. Canada is trying to do this whole Black Friday thing now, kind of unsuccessfully, because like I work in the mall, for instance. Uh, can, can we can we get something clear? Like it's the proper term is African American Friday. All right, I'm I'm <laughs> sick of all these racial anyways, undertones. Anyways, I uh, you know I work in the mall here in my local <laughs> town, and uh, it's funny because like. All of the stores in the mall always have sales going on, and a bunch of the stores like pretty much just put different signs out advertising the same sale, but that it was now a Black Friday sale. So, uh, but I did pick up, uh, I was able to pick up a copy of The Evil Within, which I know is getting mixed reception. I picked it up for like $22 Canadian dollars too, right? So that's like 12 US dollars by this, at this point, probably maybe even like free. In the states, but, no. Uh, honestly, that would translate to probably just a couple of junior cheeseburgers. So, <laughs> but uh, I actually did put about an hour into it today, and uh, I, I, it, I, I enjoyed what I played so far. I feel like the opening cutscene, I was like, "Wow, this looks like a late PS2 game." But uh, then when I got actually to the gameplay, the graphics are quite nice in a lot of places, and uh, I've mostly just been sneaking around and getting chainsawed uh, a lot. But uh, I'm enjoying it. At one point, I got my head cut off, and I was like, "That's gross!" And I'm playing it with a headset, and so sound is disgusting. But uh, but yeah, it's fun. But Captain Toad is, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to being able to share my thoughts on it. Uh, obviously, now does 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 it sound more or less disgusting than coming on figurines? Uh, you know, I'm not well versed in that uh, thing, so I'll post a subreddit to your Facebook wall. Uh, I actually have not been on Reddit in like almost two months, so mm. uh, that's a big thing for me. But it's not really <laughs> important to talk about on here, so I'm gonna <laughs> shut up. Oh right. well, yeah, well at least we found something to bring you back to Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, jo- uh, Josh and Juan, let's uh, let's get through these real quick. Sorry to rush you, but we r- we ramble, ramble, ramble. Shane rambles. ramble, ramble. Yeah. Um, most all I've been really playing this week is Pokemon Ruby. Um, the game, you know, usually with a remake, it's enough to just redo the graphics, redo the maps, and then just kind of create the same thing. But from what I've played in Ruby and Sapphire so far, it's, they went through the trouble of making quite a few changes to the story. So even if you've played it, there's a, there's a decent amount of surprise to it. Not that Pokemon's ever really been known for its story, but, um, from a gameplay standpoint, they finally, they finally used the touchscreen for something useful. And by that, I mean, they kind of took the Pokedex concept like it is in the anime, where if you come across a Pokemon that pops out in the grass, you could scan it. The more you scan it and the more you run into the same one, you, it increases your chances of getting a uh, Pokemon with moves that they couldn't normally learn without having to put in a bunch of hours into breeding and with hidden abilities that you have to go through a lot of trouble to get otherwise. Interesting. So, so that was really cool. And they added a whole sneaking mechanic now where... When the Pokemon pops up in the grass, you have to sneak up on it before it runs away. So there's still random battles, but the majority of encounters come from actually being able to sneak up on them and choosing when to get into that battle instead of 
um, instead of every three steps getting into a random battle like most of the games are. So, I mean, that was the biggest, that was the biggest uh, improvement as far as the game was concerned to its predecessor. But there are a few things that they cut out from X and Y that seems stupid, like um, trainer customization. I have no idea why they thought it would be a good idea to get rid of that because it was really popular. So you can't edit um, the the boob jizz, uh, boob jiggle physics anymore. Uh, I don't think any of the characters are old enough for that yet. Oh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but sounds like my kind of game. Oh shit! I just said that. Oh yeah, there I you go. I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm having a blast with it so far. I should have it finished by tonight, so I can go in more detail into the post game next time. But so far, so good. Can't complain too much. Well, right, right. On. Sorry, I'd be like, fuck. Ugh. Been a long uh, American Freedom Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, Juan, what have you been playing? Uh, a lot of Nintendo games. Uh, surprise, playing- surprise, 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 surprise. I'm playing Pokemon right now. Actually, I'm multitasking. I have uh, Alpha Sapphire, and so I. So you got the good one. You got the right one. I got the one with the water. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that's all. I'm, I'm like an old person. Which one's the Pokemon with the fire or the water? The fire would hurt. I would just prefer the water. Are you hanging out uh, with Bill Cosby? What is that? The Pokemon <laughs> with the fire. The Pokemon with the thing and the mons. <laughs> uh, and I've been playing um, the DLC from Hyrule Warriors with uh, Twilight Midna and another map that's been released. So, And then they, ca- uh, they raised the level of all the fighters to 150. Ooh. God damn, this game's going to keep me busy till like the next summer solstice. And uh, I ordered, oh, and I only bought one thing for myself. I'm actually very proud of myself this year because usually Black Friday, let's just admit it. It's not to get the best deal for our loved ones and our friends. It's to buy as much crap for ourselves. Yeah. And then maybe pick something up for your grandma. Um, and then pick yourself something else for yourself because you were a good person for picking something up for somebody else. I only found one thing. I found Shadow of Mordor. For twenty four ninety nine on Amazon, so I picked it up. I, it came in the mail today. My wife and I were excited, like "Holy crap, we saw this! We want to play." We heard nothing but great things about it. Put an Xbox One, and it's fucking loading. It's like, I, I, it's, it's the one thing I cannot get over. I love my Xbox One. I think it's a great system, but holy shit, Microsoft! I'd like to play the game that I buy when I put it in the system. So, like, all right, so now I'm waiting for this. Guess what I'm gonna do? Back to playing Nintendo. Back to Nintendo. And, and one thing I will say, because the Xbox One has a pretty sweet deal this Black Friday, the three twenty nine bundle with Assassin's Creed Unity and Black Flag. If you're so, so, parent, so they're giving you an Xbox for discount, but bundling like Ubisoft's garbage along with it. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're gonna give you this deal, but you're gonna have to take this. It's like, hey, we're gonna let you borrow the car to go to the movies, but you have to take your little brother. <laughs> and you know, I, I, I'm, my suggestion for anybody who's buying an Xbox One for their their kids, their their boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever, do this. B- uh, unpack the system when they're away. Set it up with the internet. If you bought games for them, and inst- load them. Just put it in and let the system load it. That way, when they open it up Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or wherever you guys roll, when they plug that thing in, they can play it. Otherwise... They're going to be sitting in front of that thing for at least – I had to wait about two hours before I could actually start playing my game. And Because even when I started playing, it says, oh, you can play it now. I beat the first level in Halo, but I had to wait because the rest of the game hasn't loaded yet. Oh, yeah. That's that's, that's weird because like uh, – sorry to cut you off. But like when I I put in Shadows of Mordor on my 
PlayStation 4 from the Sony Corporation. It it was like, yeah, it had a preload a little bit, but it wasn't that much, and it runs a lot off disk. So you might want to consider, you know, there's just up. a lot of setup. There's a lot of setup for it. <laughs> yeah. So what were you so, going yeah. to say, Josh? Oh, no, I was just going to say that that happened to me with Dead Rising 3, where it, and that was one of the features that Xbox One really advertised, mm. that you could preload it and, you know, start playing while it's installing. But I think I played for like five minutes, and then I, I was blocked by I remember by this, that. Yeah, and then you're blocked you're, by this giant invisible wall. In the that, sewer? Yeah, in the sewer. Yeah, for, yeah uh, and you're just only, like, and then it, it has to literally install the entire rest of the game before it lets you move on. Yeah, no, it was ridiculous. It's like an empty gesture. It's like, hey, you can play like three minutes of it before you have to sit there and think your game's broken until it finally starts uh, fin- or finishes installing. T- yes, and, and I remember so- like, I remember it, the the like, oh, it's ready to start now. And I was like, this is really cool. I'm really impressed with this. Like, it's obviously has to install this giant game, but I'm I'm just gonna be able to play it still. And then I like played it for five minutes, and I was like, oh, it turns out this is actually really disappointing because you <laughs> fucking teased me. I'd rather wait an hour than you got me play it for three minutes. Yeah, it's huh. there's awful. there's a there's a blowjob joke in there somewhere. I'll let the listeners connect the dots. <laughs> uh, <I love> <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to say, Juan? Uh, no. Just uh, you know, just make sure you get that done. Because I want. If I was a kid, I was telling my wife, if I were a kid and I got this for Christmas, I'd be stoked, but I'd be pissed that I'd have to wait an hour to you know, get my Halo on or my Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's that's that, that's one thing about Christmas with a cartridge back back in good old '96. Oh. Just slap well, that uh, card in there and just fire up that N64. No waiting, no patching. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. At least Nintendo lets you play it while it's updating. Like that's my no, back that's in our day. We had controllers with B and A and select and start. That's all I needed, and they had wires. You kids and your shoulder buttons and your triggers. <laughs> nope. Yeah, no, I uh, just quick like side. I I just modded my my Wii last night, and I've been playing uh, all my old favorite NES games. And yeah, uh, the good old days of you know just eight buttons. That's all you needed back in my day. We only had eight buttons. That's all we needed. You know, we got Uncle Scrooge going through Ducktales and you know, all that stuff. Contra mm-hmm. and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's let's get into our <coughs> uh, mission objectives. Last week. Our question to you was, what is your favorite gaming gift that you are most thankful for? Gaming gift you are most thankful for. Um, We got uh, some pretty good ones right here. Uh, Ryan S. wrote in, Christmas 1998. Setting the scene. The only thing I wanted that year was Ocarina of Time. I had been following every bit of information I could get about the game for about two years through Nintendo Power. Nintendo Power, fuck, man. Nintendo Power was good. That was like one of the best best magazines out there damn for right it was so amazing i had that i had i had that subscription up until they they shut down a few years ago yeah. Last, yeah. I did, do you guys get the trading cards that yes. came with nintendo power that yep. if you collected the like the certain co- uh combo of cards that you could trade them in for a game uh i i never got a full set but yeah i remember that and the posters oh, i love getting those things those posters yeah it was amazing but anyway sorry ryan we're we're reminiscing in the middle of your your uh right at Welcome um, to the old man hour of the Geeks Game Pod. Yes, <laughs> yes, ripe old age of 25. It's a, <laughs> it's the, it's a Nick at Night version of the Geeks Game Podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, my dad... The arcade's coming up after this, so stay tuned. <laughs> you know, you knew as a kid, you knew your weekend was over when Nick News came on. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that signed- only... Ca- 
Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah, that made me love and hate Nick News at the same time. Yeah, you're like, oh, weekend's over, shit. But it was, you know, a nice disappointment to get you back in the swing of things. Um, I wonder what Linda Ellerby's up to. Hmm. Let's get her on the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Ryan S's. He said, my dad would print off whatever previews or interviews about the game he could find on the internet while he was at work. The day it came out, November 23rd, my mom drove into every store she could think of trying to find a copy. Apparently, she tried six or seven places, and they were all sold out. Finally, she got in line somewhere and asked the kid behind the counter if they had a copy. They did, and she bought it. And as she was leaving, she heard the guy tell the person behind her if there were any copies left. Apparently, my mom got the last one. When I opened it on Christmas, I was in heaven. Never been happier in my life. I called all my friends over, and, we, and all we did that day was play Ocarina of Time. Probably put a thousand hours in that game over the next couple of years. I beat it more times than I can count. I would wake up at 4 a.m. most days just to run around and explore. I, sh- I, I, that's, I would do that, too, just running mm-hmm. around. I mean, that's, that was, yeah, spot on. Um, mostly I fished and waited for my dad to come home from graveyard shifts. Uh, we'd eat breakfast together while I fished. Then i go to school, and he would go to bed. Best gift ever. That reminds me of a story. Um, uh, uh, Rocco from Mega64 tells this really funny story about his dad, who is huge into to games and would... Uh, go all over to get the new game for his son. In fact, he got him into video gaming with Final Fantasy. But anyway, he, um, his dad was driving around uh, San Diego and was looking for, I believe it was an Xbox. I think it was an Xbox. I can't remember what it was. But uh, he went to the counter and said, and saw like, hey, uh, that Xbox, uh, can I buy it? Because it was like the last one, whatever console it was. And the guy at the counter was like, oh yeah, are you the guy that's driving in from, uh, from Phoenix? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, my dad had a split second to make a decision. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's my Xbox. And he's like, okay, cool. Here you go. All right, man. See oh you later. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Rocco from Mega64's dad sniped some dude's console from Phoenix. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Jake S. said, a Nintendo 64 with Mario Kart and an Atomic Purple controller. Actually, no. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, he says. No? It would be when my brother and I both got Game Boy Colors. Oh, you know this guy's Canadian. He must be one of your friends, Derek, because he wrote Color, C-L-L-O-U-R-S. Ah. Mm, Colors with Pokemon Red and Blue. Uh, (laughs) And then Kyle A. said, probably my N64 for Christmas. A lot of N64s here. Everybody, and that was, uh, we we talked about that. We were all the Nintendo 64 kid. Yeah. Uh, Actually, uh, some of us (laughs) were a little bit older than that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you you bastards he's a nintendo 64 adult oh there you go yeah Dude. i was already out of high school when the 64 came out Ooh, right on. uh oh, that's depressing <laughs> uh uh he goes on to say i got it late in this life cycle but still loved it also it was the first time i ever played a zelda game and never looked back what an amazing series and then uh graham h uh coming returning from last week said Game Boy uh, Color on Christmas after I got Pokemon Silver on Christmas Eve. Thankful because I wasn't looking forward to playing through another generation of the on the original Game Boy. So it was like it was uh, like Derek's story where they hand him the uh, a peripheral and then get him the system afterwards. Like the, totally, yeah. Then Eric F said uh, it's a toss between Guitar Hero Three. Hard to believe that was a must have at one time, and the first Xbox. I spent all of my winter break that year on Dead or Alive Three. And then John F really I like this guy. He's succinct and to the point just smash bros smash bros that's <laughs> yes. it smash bros <laughs> and then uh matt k said the super nintendo i got for my eighth birthday 
Still the newest gaming system I own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we have two things for you guys this week with the mission. Oh, get excited for this. Listener yes. mission objectives. Uh, our question for you, what is your favorite Pokemon? And while you ponder that, we are giving away one of two copies. Or no, you're getting one copy. Of your choice. Your, of your choice of the new Pokemon games for the Nintendo 3DS. All you I have think you may need to repeat that because I don't know if that sunk in their crawl, let, let me, that, what you let, just said. Let me sink this into you right now. <laughs> Super modulated. You guys have a chance to win either Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire. This week, um, whoever wins gets their choice. The following week, whatever's left over goes up. So you guys, we need you, after listening to this, go to the Geekscape Facebook page, Geekscape, facebook.com slash geekscapedotnet. There will be an image uh, of our choosing up there, and it'll probably be Pokemon related, and it'll have information. We need you to share that image, but share it with the hashtag TrippingLinkHype. That's Tripping, L-I-N-K-H-Y-P-E. That is a big old callback. That's the password. That's the password. That was that was a callback to like episode two or three when we were complaining about Tripping Link Amiibo. So share the image with hashtag TrippingLinkHype. And uh, I don't know when. How long do you think we should give these guys to enter? Till next, till uh, next Wednesday night. Till next Wednesday. Until, yeah, next Wednesday sounds good. Because okay. we'll record on Thursday. So uh, okay. So um, and then just wanted to add this in real quick, uh, just so everyone's clear. It is a digital copy. You'll be getting the code for Ruby or Sapphire. So don't please don't expect a physical copy to be sent in the mail because we don't have. We them. don't We're know how to rich. use the mail. So that's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, we, we we're all digital here at Geekscape. Yeah. Geekscape.net. Yeah, I was informed. No, we should that- have an office <laughs> that we should have like where they pick it up. And it was like, I hear to Kim pick up my uh, copy of uh, Ruby Sapphire. Oh, are you the guy driving in from Arizona? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's me. That's why we don't do physical copies. Ladies <laughs> <Arizona. laughs> so uh, yes, digital copy of this week. You get your choice: uh, Mega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. Um, uh, and who knows, maybe I'll include my garbage copy of Assassin's Creed Unity with the winner. <laughs> and then <laughs> next, take it. And then next week, <coughs> next week, we'll have a different hashtag for you guys to share to get whatever is left over. So remember, share the, uh, like, like us on Facebook, share the image with the hashtag tripping link hype. Do not share that password unless you listen to this podcast. You know, we don't want people to be like, yo, dude, you can get in and win this game without putting through the work. And you know what? It's good work because we are four fabulous people that you want you could listen to for hours. In fact, let's go for another hour. What do you guys say? No, thank you. I'm <laughs> sick of, yeah. I can I can only handle you guys for one hour each week. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, well then I gotta I gotta sit here for two additional hours editing the show. So I I don't know. I, I'm I'm get your fill. I mainline you guys, you know, for four or five hours. Uh but this week As he comes on figures. <laughs> that's why I need to I need, I need to get that uh, We Fit trainer. I mean, she's she's posed up, ready to go. Well, she's already have one yet. No, no, she, I need to get one. She's already all white, so that's like cheating. Ah, <laughs> oh. all right. Wait, your cum's not red. What? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> all right. Uh, this week's mission objective: What is your favorite Pokemon and why? And Juan, what is yours? Uh, I have to go with Cubone. Cubone. I yeah, he was one of the first ones. He's that little tiny Pokemon. Wears a skull on his head. Mm-hmm. 
and I didn't know this until I, you know, looked up further that what he's wearing, apparently, and Josh, please correct me if I'm wrong, that that's the skull of his dead mother. Yeah, yes. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. That is so unbelievably morbid. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so weird because it's supposed to be part of the story from Red and Blue where Cubone's mother gets killed and then you're supposed to fight Team Rocket to, to like, put her spirit at rest. But every Cubone is born with a skull on its head, like, when you breed them. So, it's oh. like... So it's one of those weird, bizarre things that just doesn't make any sense. There's there's this urban legend, actually, that Cubone is actually the baby Kangaskhan. Yeah, yeah, that's in the pouch. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of inconsistencies of Pokemon, like like Machop or Machamp. It has pants. Like, that's that's not clothing. Like, that's skin. So he has a belt and, like, gym shorts on. Oh, yeah. So I, th- I think we could suspend disbelief a little bit. But, yeah, Cubone's a pretty good, pretty good choice. I mean... The fucker's the fucker's adorable, and he has a blunt weapon <laughs> uh, that's you know that's human remains. So yeah, awesome. I wanted the other Los Muertos edition of Cubone. Los Muertos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a, an awesome print. So any artist listening, uh, do that now. You know what? I'm gonna do my badass Captain Toad, and I'll give him a sidekick of Cubone. Yeah, Deus is Muertos. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, Josh, your favorite Pokemon, and why? Um, I have a lot to choose from, but for the sake of sticking with Ruby and you have Sapphire, like si- you have like six hundred and fifty to choose from. Of course, it's a lot. I know it's crazy. It's I can't wrap my head around it. I don't know what to do. Um, but I'm gonna go with Latios. Um, from Ruby and Sapphire. Not only is it a really powerful legendary that was a real bitch to catch in the original games, um, uh, but it left an, a big impression with me in the movie, in the fifth movie, because. Uh, 10, 15 years, spoiler alert, he's the first Pokemon to actually die in a movie. Or oh, in, really? the, in the anime. So it was one of those weird things. It's like, the first Pokemon movie, Ash died, the, or turned to stone, whatever. And then... We um, all cried. We all cried at that part. Yeah, and then, like, Celebi died in the fourth one, but then they revived him, and, like, you know, so then, like, Latios collapses, and you're like, alright, when's he getting up? And you're like, wait a second, he's not getting up. Like, what the fuck? Why isn't he getting up? What the hell's wrong with this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Latios like greets them and says goodbye, and they're fl- and there's a bunch of baby Latioses and Latioses flying around. So I guess that made it a little bit better, except for the fact that Latios's love interest in the movie was Ash. So that's kind of creepy. But other than that, I don't know. Ever since then, I just haven't been able to stay away from Latios. He's such a badass. Hey, uh, Josh, I couldn't help but read. I think you posted somewhere that. You never you had an e-reader, but you can never get it in the original game because you needed a card for that. It was like one one like one of each Latios and Latios were exclusive to each version. And then to get the opposite one, you needed an e-reader card to scan in to unlock an island where the other one was. Uh-huh. And I never found that card. So yeah, and Josh, then, good luck, Josh. Oh, Josh, I have that card. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, it's an eon. It says eon ticket. Yes. I have one. Oh shit! I need to dig up my e-reader and actually get it on I my own game. I have an e-reader. Now. If you have the game and the system, I have the e-reader and I have the card. Holy oh, shit. shit! This is this is huge news, people. Like, <laughs> you have no idea. You, like, <laughs> I've I've wanted this Eon ticket since like since for at least ten years. It's insane. This is I'll, like I'll dig it up. It's somewhere here in the apartment, but I'll find it and I'll and I'll make sure that. That 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 Pokemon that you've waited so long to get will finally be in your possession. Oh, yeah, you'll see it all on the R slash coming on e reader subreddit. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, all right, Derek, your favorite Pokemon and why? 
Uh, I feel like it's very tough because I'm not good at deciding these things. And I've never been like super attached to any of them. I'd probably say like Caterpie because he was this cute caterpillar dude that kind of sucked at everything. But then he evolves really <laughs> early and he kind of gets okay at stuff. But then like Butterfree, fucking like Bye Bye Butterfree was like the only... I you cry you cry when you watch that episode you yeah. can't not cry bye bye butterfree bye bye butterfree and uh that was always like you know i watched the pokemon anime like when it came out in north america when i was a kid and that's like the one episode that i remember like vividly because i'm like holy shit my heart is broken uh so yeah caterpie or his whole tree i guess except metapod's kind of lame because he's a fucking cocoon but um or sorry a chrysalid or something Oh yeah, no. <laughs> uh, another, an, another something to make that episode worse. By the way, Derek is. I don't remember if it was in the. I think it was in the Japanese version of the anime. If not, it was one of the Pokedex entries in the actual game. But one of the two said that Butterfree's die after they mate. <sighs> so that's oh, so, so Butterfree's that's why dead. Butter, yeah. So like by literally bye bye Butterfree. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That, this, that, this, uh, this that makes episode, it so much better. This episode is an emotional roller coaster. I just can't. I can't even. So, all right. Well, that's that's a good choice. Um, mine would uh, my favorite Pokemon uh, is probably Derek Cranavelt. Uh No, uh, <laughs> my favorite Pokemon uh, is Lotad uh, from uh, Pokemon Sapphire. I don't know. I picked him up and was just like, "Holy shit, this fucker is adorable!" I I, I don't know. He's just that little floating uh, lily pad with a little like stubby legs, and he's fucking awesome. And in the po- uh, in the Pokemon show, uh, he's Brock's character. He's so fucking cute. Like he, he's just I love him. But what's funny is that his evolutions get more and more progressively like racist. Like the next one, <laughs> the one after that is Lombre, and he's got like you know um, like a like a matador jacket kind of thing on, and his and his lily pad is filled in. And then the last one is uh, like Ludicolo. Which sounds a lot of sounds a little bit like ludicrous cholo, but he's got like this big like Mexican sombrero and a poncho, and he's always like, "Hey, how you doing, man?" And that's that's why I never evolved him because I thought Lotad was adorable. But seeing his like progressive evolutions, I'm like, this is a little, a little, little insensitive. Oh, and I'm and I'm looking here. His Japanese his Japanese name is Run Run Papa Run Papa Run Papa. The Federales are here. <laughs> oh my god oh and, and then lombre is hazubrero so huh all right so uh, there's a cheech marin pokemon from born east la <laughs> yes there has to yeah, be basically i that re- that reminds me of um that reminds me of when we went to a pokemon tournament in arizona and to commemorate it one of our friends drew a picture of ludicolo getting pulled over by officer jenny it was around <laughs> the time they were deport they were proposing to deport all the mexicans in arizona that's awesome so so when you, when you went to GameStop there, were they like, hey, are you the guy from L.A. that wants his Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> bring it in full circle. Bring it in full circle. All right, guys, that's the end of episode eight of the Geekscape Games podcast. Uh, send us in the answer to uh, this week's mission objective. What is your favorite Pokemon and why? And send us that hashtag tripping link uh, so you can get entered to win a, a digital copy of the new Pokemon game. Uh, tripping, tripping link, link hype, hype actually. Tri- tripping link hype. Come on, Shane. Oh, that's my word. Hype. I can't, can't even help it. Uh, it's because John told. It's because John told you not to say hype anymore. So yeah, it's like in fact, you're in conflicted. Fact, I have, I have a piece of paper here that says no hype, just set in front of my monitor. But I can't, I can't not be hype. I'm always hype. 
Wait can't for stop, seven. won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Hashtag always hype, trippy link. EDM life. EDM. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shane O'Hare as well as geekscape.net. Uh, I'm also on geekscape.net and also on Twitter, but, uh, you know, don't find me. <laughs> yeah. I'm on Twitter at Eni Joshua and no one's found me yet, but I'm still waiting. <laughs> and I am also on Twitter on uh, at the King of Mars. So I think one person found me, but that was my mom. <laughs> or John Car- so. John Carter found you? <laughs> John Carter found me, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so yeah, uh, yet again, send in your answers to the mission objective and share that picture with that hashtag. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Oh, adios.